1: Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone.
0: Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. All right, Matt, you just said a little while ago, Patriots were the team you were most confident beating. Yeah. Um, I disagree. I would have, if you, first of all, it's all about the quarterback for Miami. Yes, If you guarantee me that Tua's not playing, easily, number one, give me the Dolphins. I agree. If you tell me Tua is playing, they're the last team I want to play. I agree, again. But I would much rather have played the Pittsburgh Steelers than the New England Patriots, despite all the emotion with Pittsburgh and how well they've played. It's Kenny Pickett and a rookie, and as a rookie, and they can't really, I mean they really don't have much offense to threaten you. They can make some plays on defense for sure with some players, but I was, I was thinking all day. I don't want the new England Patriots to come back here. I don't want the new England Patriots to get a third shot at the bills this year. It's so tough to beat a team three times. As you know, Bill Belichick back-to-back weeks facing the same team. As much as I'm, I'm the first guy to tell you bill Belichick is, it was all about Brady and you know, Belichick is under Mm -hmm. 500. Well, I'm the guy to tell you that on the radio all the time and on Twitter but I didn't want to see that.
1: I think that the Steelers would have been tougher than the Patriots. I think that Kenny Pickett is whatever. I know he's a rookie quarterback. I know yesterday he was fine. He didn't win them the game. He didn't lose them the game. I think the reason I would be more concerned about the Steelers is their playmaking ability on defense. And that's not to knock the Patriots, but like they they can make a big play. They can turn the game they got Minka Fitzpatrick. They got TJ Watt. They got Cam Hayward. They got Highsmith. Smith. They got all these guys who are freaks. And you know, the last time that they played the Steelers, they didn't have TJ Watt and he's their best player. So you think back, I know that was a route for the bills, but I just, that was the team. I was like, man, for some reason, I don't feel comfortable about them playing the Steelers. I very much agree with you on the sentiment that if it's Tua, the Dolphins are the hardest matchup of the teams that they could play. If it's not, it's probably e- the easiest. My brain tells me that Tua is not going to play, but my gut tells me that he is because I don't have any faith that the Dolphins are, you know, taking this as serious as they should because they've proven to us this year that. They really haven't. I mean, right. It's three concussions this year. I've heard, I've heard a couple of people say like two is going to retire.
0: Now, of course. Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot of stuff about his future. And I thought Mike McDaniels comment after their game was interesting. He said, I'm not putting him in a game this year or next year until he gets medically cleared. Like even to bring that up. Yes. Right. was kind but, of, but this
1: morning, right before we did this, Adam Schefter was on ESPN. He was on get up their morning show. And he said, I have a hard time believing the dolphins are going to roll into Buffalo with Skylar Thompson as their quarterback in a playoff game. What about Teddy? So he said, he was like, so that of course brings us to questions with Teddy. And that brings us to questions with Tua. So I don't think Adam Schefter just says that. No, 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 I agree. And also the thing that is making me wonder, about Tua's availability is the line, the betting line was out fast, Agreed. and the minute that that betting line came out, where the Bills are ten and a half point favorites, ten point favorites, that makes me think that Vegas does not think Tua's is playing.
0: Agreed, one hundred percent. And generally, in a situation like this, they would even keep it off the board this early. Y- yeah, until you but- find out. Yes. But I don't know. It's
1: just like he's around the team. I know that players who are in the concussion protocol can be around the team as much as they want. But like yesterday there's videos of him celebrating with his teammates in the locker room and walking off the field and stuff. So I'm like, He's around the team. And I I saw a couple other tweets from people who cover the dolphins who like Tyreek went up to him and jokes like, Hey, are you going to be ready next week? And he just like laughed and he walked away and stuff like that. So it it really is just a big waiting Mm -hmm. game. Now, I believe looking back to last week, McDaniel ruled Tua out on Monday. Yeah, I don't see that happening this week. Just because I would think you want the competitive advantage of having your opponent
0: just kind of be up in the air for as long as possible. I agree with that. Um, And I think that even, even with everything you just said with, with, you know, maybe he, maybe he's on a track to possibly be cleared. Part of this could be them saying, but what happens if he gets another one? Maybe they want more time. You know what I mean? They, maybe that's part of it too. And I keep thinking, sure. There's one piece of this to say, Hey, he's passed all the tests. He's gone through the process and they probably play him in that situation. But because of what happened earlier in the year, because of the situation, how it, it, they were really rightfully criticized so much and because of his health, could it be possible? He goes through the steps, he gets cleared and they say, but we're just not doing it. We're just not just, does, does a medical professional, just do they say we're just not doing it because if something were to happen to him and he gets another one, then, really, that then the team is really, really going to have to face scrutiny,
1: yeah. And I don't think that it's a smart dis- first off, his health is the most important thing, right. I think we all agree on that. But from a football side of things, I don't think it makes sense to mortgage the future of your franchise and your organization and of a specific player for a game that's still, up in the air at best even if he plays going into an off season where you got a lot of different things you got to figure out you don't have a first round pick like if you think that Tua being healthy if Tua is healthy and you truly believe that with Tua you can go in the Super Bowl then he should be out on the field if he's healthy and if you think that you can beat the Bills and then you can go on a run but if you're like if you're realistic about this and you're like, listen, this would be a really tough game. And two is still not a hundred percent. We're going to just hope that Teddy Bridgewater can play. And Hey, if we win and we live to fight another day, maybe then we reassess the situation, but that's how I'm looking at it. But I still, I just don't have faith in the dolphins that they're thinking the same way I am because multiple times this year, they haven't.
0: All right. So, If Tua plays, how tough is this game for the Bills?
1: Very tough. And I am too high on Miami. This has been something that people have messaged me and tweeted me after all of the podcasts that we've done this year. I think I give Miami too much credit for a team that lost a bunch of games in a row and needed to beat the Jets in the last game of the year just to get in and they were only able to score 11 points. But I think Tua, when healthy, is a really, really good player. I mean, they took the bills to the brink in Buffalo a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, the bills needed a last set. The bills needed a touchdown, a two point conversion and a last second field goal to win that game. So it was not a walk in the park. I think the dolphins, I've explained this. I've got a friend who's a really, really big dolphins fan. And I always tell him that I don't think the dolphins are a very good team yet, but I think they're a very dangerous team. And I think those are the teams that sometimes you try and avoid in the playoffs because, if they get hot and they play their game, they can beat you. And that's what's scary.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's all about really Hill and Waddle. And, you know, is the trigger man to get that to them. If it's Teddy Bridgewater, he can make some plays, but I'm not concerned. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's getting the ball into those guys' hands in the same situation as Tua Tungavailoa will or would be able to. And if it's Skylar Thompson, I mean, boy, that would be an incredible upset. I mean, the Bills should just – the Bills should really – Take care of business pretty handily, I think, with Skylar Thompson. I think it's Teddy. If it's Teddy, they should still win. And if it's 2 they'll be the better team. Let's remember though, on the other side of the ball, the Bills did score over 30 points against the Miami Dolphins the last time they played. This will come down to scoring points as well. This will come yeah. down to the Bills, you know, being able to move the ball against a defense that you can move the ball against at times. They did they have had games where they've been really good. And against the Joe Flacco led Jets, obviously they only led up six points. Yeah. Um, but that's but Josh Allen in this offense, they've had success. Um, against this defense. All right, so let me let's turn the page here and just talk about the overall AFC because I'm looking at the bracket. Mm-hmm. The way it works, the Bills will, if they were to win, um, Kansas City would play the lowest surviving seed. Yeah. So it is impossible for the Bills to play the Ravens in the second round. It's impossible because the Bills win, they'll be the two. If the Ravens win, they would automatically go to Kansas City. It would mm-hmm. be because seven would be out, so six will go to one. All right, now. Here's the question I have for you. I've been pondering this. I don't want me to be confusing, but I'm going to try and say it the best I can. If the Ravens win, they will go to Kansas city. Yep. That does knock Cincy out though. Yes, absolutely. And then the bills will play the winner of the chargers Jags game. hundred percent. Okay, okay. Wait, if Cincy wins. Yeah. Okay. Obviously they would come to Buffalo and then the winner of the, Jags Chargers game would go to Kansas City. Which scenario do you prefer? Because in one scenario, I don't think Baltimore's beaten Kansas City. I think you might as well just give them a pass in the championship game if that happens. But you would knock out Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> but in you... the other scenario, Cincinnati would have to come to Buffalo, which is really tough. But maybe the Chargers or the Jags could go to Kansas City and win.
1: No, you want the Ravens to win. You want the okay. Ravens to win so the Bengals get out and the, you don't... this
0: is the way you want it. Yes, no matter matter what.
1: I think if you're drawing this up from a bill standpoint, your perfect first weekend would be to you know have a no sweat win against the Dolphins, where you stay healthy and you're on to the next one. The Bengals lose to the Ravens because also if the Bengals lose to the Ravens, the Ravens are probably pretty dangerous if Lamar Jackson plays, and then that's a team that could go into Kansas City and pull off an upset. Like if they can beat Cincinnati, they can beat Kansas City. Then. You would be a pretty big favorite at home against the chargers or the Jags. You should be able to beat both of those teams. The chargers are a little bit like the dolphins where they're really dangerous. They've got some flaws, but they've got a great
0: quarterback. Did you, by the way, did you see yesterday that Bosa and Mike Williams got hurt in a meaningless game.
1: I know. I know Mike Mike Williams was carted off the field.
0: That's right. And um, uh, Brandon Staley was asked and he said, well, there's only 48 guys who can play. Yeah. But Brandon doesn't mean those are the part of the 48 that have to play.
1: (laughs) I know. So I think, my biggest kind of pause for the Bills and ultimately getting to the Super Bowl is that they have to play both the Bengals. They would potentially have to play both the Bengals and the Chiefs. I think you can get through one of them, but getting through both of them is really, really tough to do. It's almost even like last year with the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs were able to get through the Bills and then they fell the next week to the Bengals. I just think that's a lot to have to go through and back-to-back games. That's assuming they beat Miami, of course, and you know we'll see how that shakes out. But yeah, I would say the Ravens beating the Bengals would be far more beneficial than the Bengals winning and then just hoping that the you know Chargers could go upset the Chiefs.
0: I agree with you about Lamar, of course, he is the X factor. But Matt, I just I don't see any way that the Ravens go to the Chiefs and win. And I think if you want to get rid of the Chiefs, you almost have to have Jacksonville or the Chargers because their offenses can can have days.
1: Yeah, but it's not like they've beat them. They come close to beating them, but oh, they does, though, still right? lose. So that's so that's the thing. I'm like, my goodness, I don't know. I don't really know if anybody can beat them besides the Bengals or the Bills. But – if you're the bill, I think if you're the Bills, you need to be more concerned about the teams that you're playing, not the teams that could potentially, of course. But on. hey, yeah.
0: but we we asked we, we're we're, yeah. we're This is all we don't yeah. have to play. We don't have to prepare this week for the Dolphins. Uh, I the Dolphins. I was looking
1: yesterday, so I, I was just looking. I wanted to see what the betting line for the Bills Dolphins was, and when I went on the odds to get out of the AFC. Now they may have changed since yesterday, but the Chiefs were the favorite at plus one fifty. The Bills were the second. Favorite at plus 200, the Bengals were like plus 420. So the Bills almost had twice as good odds to get out of the AFC and make it to the Super Bowl than the Bengals did, which I thought was pretty surprising. Now, maybe part of that is because of the Ravens, and that's a tough matchup, and the unknown of Baltimore. I believe that line is five and a half, Bengals minus five and a half. Um, so, I mean, also the playoffs are weird. And that's another reason why I'm a little bit concerned about the bills because every year something weird happens yeah. wild card weekend, oh, like, e- like every year. And you just are hoping that you avoid being the team that gets knocked off in that super weird game where on Monday morning, everybody's like,
0: how did that team lose? And- I'm I'm seeing six and a half for that game. Ra- six or, uh, Ravens. Yeah.
1: Okay. Is it 10 or 10 and a half for the bills? 11 and a half. Now, most books.
0: Wow. It's oh, not, it, op- it opened at 10 and a half. And it's gone up to 11 and a half, 11 to 11 and a half, depending on where you look. Wow. I feel like coming in on the bills there. Am I nuts? Am I nuts and think like, I'm genuinely concerned about this game for the bills, Matt. I think most people are probably thinking too, is not playing right now. I mean, if that changes the equation, if it, if, if he doesn't play, I, I think it would be a monstrous setback for this team to lose to either Teddy or Skylar Thompson. That's the
1: thing that I keep going back to. I'm like, if you have to sweat out a game against Skylar Thompson or Teddy, or if you lose a game to one of those two players, you do not deserve to be in the conversation of a team that can win the Super Bowl. You just don't, you're too flawed. So they should be, they better be able to take care of business. Of course, they're just, you know, waiting on what happens with Tua.
0: We, um we'll break down the games a little bit more. I want to do that later, like in the week. But how do you yeah. think about what do you think about the schedule, the way the NFL scheduled um, week one of the postseason? You start off that Saturday evening window with Seahawks at 49ers. And by the way, what a, what a disaster for the Packers to blow it at home against the Lions team I had nothing to play for. Incredible. Gets the Seahawks in after their last second field goal. They started off going to the 49ers. Then you have Chargers Jags as the Saturday night game. Dolphins, Bills, Sunday at one o'clock. We talked about that scheduling. Giants, Vikings is the second game. Ravens, Bengals is the night game on Sunday on NBC. And then Monday night football, Cowboys, Buccaneers. Without getting into the details and specifics of the matchups, what do you think about the TV schedule?
1: I think that the real big weight on everything was the Packers game, because I think if the Packers win, Packers 49ers would have been a primetime game. I think that's a much sexier matchup than the Seahawks 49ers. And I think that kind of threw things off for that. I think you're right. And they probably would have just
0: flipped the uh, two Saturday games.
1: That's what I was thinking because yeah. it's historically the AFC South is the first game. It's been some crazy run where it's been like almost the last 10 years or something. That's been the first one, except for the year that the Titans had the bye week So obviously they couldn't be playing on the first game of the, the playoff uh, schedule. I thought the two most likely slots for the bills were Saturday night or Sunday at one o'clock, but I always, thought it was going to be the Bills and the Bengals playing in the same day. I didn't think that they were going to give one team the advantage of playing a day ahead of each other. So that's why it made the most sense for the Bills to be on Sunday. Bengals, Ravens just like screams Sunday Night Football on NBC. It just has that feel. And so does the Cowboys and Bucks. always like scream Monday Night Football.
0: <laughs> and so and the, way the, the way the Mike North, the schedule guy, explained it to me when I did my podcast with him last year. And I, so I kind of figured it would be this way again. It would have to be the Monday night game is going to be a four five matchup because the four five matchup doesn't screw with the other teams, knowing who they're going to play. Like it doesn't, it has the least altering effect on the bracket, if you will. Mm -hmm. Right. That makes makes sense. So that's why they make the Monday night game. Um, What the only not gripe I have, but the only thing it's like, ah, man, even after the chargers Jags game on Saturday, the bills will not know their opponent. No matter what happens after their game on Sunday, they have to wait until the Sunday night game is played.
1: Yep. So that's the one gripe, but I think you take that. Yeah. As because you're going to get a seven hour head start. At least you'll rest. know before Monday night. Right. I mean, yes. Yeah, so at least you'll know yeah. before Monday night. You'll know by the end of the day yeah. Sunday. And um, yeah, I, I think the Bills. My favorite scenario would have been Saturday at four thirty. Mm. Just to kind of, I don't want to say get it over with, but almost like. We, we think, we hope the Bills are going to be able to win this game. Then you can kind of start shifting your focus to the next thing and you get a little bit of extra rest and a little bit of extra recovery. Also, I wonder if that would have had any impact on the Tua situation. I wonder if it would have been an advantage for the Bills to play on Saturday because it would have been a day less that they could have figured out what's going on with Tua. I don't know if that's the case. They might already know, and we just have no idea if he's going to be available or if he's not going to be available. I don't know if one day would make a difference, Um, but I did see a couple Dolphins fans, I think on social media, and I'm sure they're just kind of speculating like we are right now saying like, man, would love to be the Monday night game because then there's a better right, chance to available. Well, I think so... it goes
0: for any injury, right? Any injury for anybody, you get an extra day to recover. It, uh, if you get to, if you, if you play on Monday, in this case, Sunday versus Saturday.
1: Did anyone, I don't, I can't recall anybody getting banged no, up yesterday. There was,
0: there was the only thing that happened in the bills game. As we wrap up here, the only thing that happened was Jordan Phillips came off with his shoulder, with his arm kind of dangling a little bit. He's been dealing with the shoulder. He went back out there though. He played, there okay. was, there were several Patriots players who were hurt and on the injury report. If you, um, you know, a, an official injury during the game, you know, Kyle Duggar, was it Um, not Duggar? Well, Dugger went down a little no, bit. No, Doug, Doug Dugger went down, and Judon went down, and Judon went down, and um, Connor McDermott did former Bill, but there were there were several guys. Um, nobody for the Bills, so that's good news. Hopefully, this week as it progresses, you know, they will say the same that you know you're you're getting good news on the injury report and everybody's available, and then we'll see what do they do. John Brown, Cole Beasley, the elevations reset. Um, Matt Christian Benford. Jamison Crowder comes into play. Maybe they haven't act. I'm not saying they haven't put the 21 day window, but all these things that we talk about. And I think at some point people will ask us, what about Micah Hyde? Anything we know that I know he's still, you know, there's no plan for him to come back. Yeah. But we've also, you and I have also left open the window that that could be possible at some point. So I don't want to completely dismiss it down the road.
1: I thought it was more possible if they got the bye week. I thought if they had the bye week and they were able to kind of like reset and just have that week to prepare for whatever opponent they were going to be playing in the divisional round and you could kind of start that window. I thought that's when it was the most realistic. Uh, I would say now I think it would be a pretty big
0: upset. I'm not, I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah, I agree. I just I just don't see it really happening. All right. We're going to talk about this matchup in much more depth and the rest of the NFL playoffs. Again, super wildcard weekend. I really don't hate, I don't really like that term at all. I kind of hate it actually, but that's what the NFL calls it. So it's the first round of the playoffs, super wild card weekend. Bill's Dolphins Sunday at 1 p.m. Matt, go get some uh, coffee that's been sitting there for 12 hours, however you need to do it, whatever you need to do.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go find my black coffee. You enjoy your next <laughs> coffee and uh, we'll talk soon. I know uh, this is going to be another hectic week, but that's just, that's the playoffs. You, you wouldn't trade it for anything. Else. You I would not trade it for locker room cleanout day. That's for certain. Yeah. <laughs>